Well, imagine it's uh, 54 degrees in Anchorage, Alaska. We might have uh, some uh, challenge with rain, but this is walk and talk number 68. Uh, like I said, it's a cool 54 degrees and raining and sprinkling. You might uh, see an umbrella might appear on the walk. I'm talking today about one word in the Bible. One powerful word that changes everyone. It's a word that you need to listen to, focus on. This one word is throughout the Bible from the beginning to the end. It's a one word that takes you to heaven. It's one word that gets rid of all your negative emotions. I don't know about you, but sometimes I struggle with things like anger or bitterness or jealousy. Or sometimes I just just get upset. I just am in a uh, you know, you just have an attitude and get up on the wrong side of the bed. So I'm titling Walk and Talk number 68. Uh, negative emotions and here's the word, forgiveness. Negative emotions and forgiveness. So the word in the Bible that has probably one of the, the greatest values to you with your negative emotions is forgive so here's Matthew 18 20 to 22 uh, Jesus is talking and he says uh, where two or three are gathered in my name I am there in their midst and that's verse 20 Matthew 18 20 and then he says this so Peter is trying to figure out what Jesus is talking about. When two or three are gathered together in my name, I'm there in your midst. God is right there with you. Then Peter, uh, interesting, Peter is always the one that says things that's always in there. Peter says, he comes up to Jesus and says, Lord, how many times shall my brother sin against me and I still forgive him? Peter thinks it's a big deal if he forgives up to seven times. So, I mean, forgiving someone seven times because they offended you or did something wrong to you, lied about you, slandered you, gossiped, betrayed. Uh, Peter thought it was a big deal saying seven times, up to seven times, but Jesus bounces back and says, I do not say up to seven times to forgive, but up to 77 times. So forgiveness in the Bible is a huge deal. Here's, here's another verse, Psalm 86.5. David is saying in Psalm 86, 5, For you, Lord, are good. All right, now think about that word good. 
Uh, it's just a powerful good. Now, what makes God good? Psalm 86, 5 says, For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and abundant in mercy to all who call upon you. So you have God in the Old Testament, the Lord, that, that's Jesus. He's ready to forgive, and that's good. Ready to forgive you and me, that's good. And he's abundant in mercy. And remember, mercy is, is beyond grace. So grace is some good thing, a good gift. But mercy deals with a pardon. You commit a crime. You do something horrible. And mercy forgives the punishment. So mercy is what Jesus does on the cross. Grace is the rain that I'm enjoying right now. Even though I've got an umbrella, grace is the goodness of rain. It's, it's to be alive. It's good. It's gracious of God. Grace is something good. But mercy deals with something criminal, uh, something that deserves punishment. So Psalm 86, 5, For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive. Ready. Ready to forgive and abundant in mercy to all who call upon you. So make sure that you, you see what's going on here. You literally have Jesus saying, forgive 70 times 7. And then in the Old Testament, you have this amazing statement that says that God is abundant in mercy to all, to all who will call upon him. Now, let me now bring you to negative emotions. So remember the forgiveness. God is ready to forgive you, and Jesus says, okay, basically because God is so merciful and ready to forgive you, I want you to turn around, and I want you to forgive those who do things negative against you. Now, get a load of this. Here's Ephesians 4.31. Ephesians 4.31 says this, All bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and slander must be removed from you along with all malice. All bitterness, remember that word, wrath, anger, clamor, slander must be removed from you among, along with all malice. All right, now I'm going to bounce over to Hebrews 12:15. Now catch this one. See to it that no one comes short of the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springing up causes you trouble and you may become defiled. So when we start connecting the dots of forgiveness, there's no way around it. Forgiveness addresses negative emotions. So when somebody offends, when somebody hurts you, wrongs you, does some crime against you, there's no doubt there's these negative emotions. And often, if you don't forgive, you get bitter, you get angry, 
You get hateful, you get mean-spirited, you get ticked off, you say things that you wish you could take back. And in the Old Testament and the New Testament, use the grace of God, use the mercy of God, use forgiveness. Lots of us are walking through life, and friends, we've got things, grudges we're holding on for years. People did things to us in our childhood, our teenage years, maybe our parents, maybe our friends, maybe relatives, maybe the next door neighbor. We've got to forgive. It's amazing. So when Jesus says, come on, Peter, I want you to forgive not seven times. I want you to forgive like God forgives. See, listen, if you want to replace any negative emotions inside of you, that toxic stuff, that, that yucky stuff, that anger, that resentment, that meanness, you got to practice forgiveness. So forgiveness ushers in peace, joy, patience. Forgiveness in the Bible is a game changer. So in order for love to abound between two people, forgiveness has to be practiced. Whether you're in a marriage relationship or friendship, whether it's between Christians, neighbors, or between you and God, forgiveness has to be given. God is abundant in mercy and willing to forgive you, and God wants you to practice that value, forgiveness. So if you're struggling with Oh, life is a mess. Life is broken. Life is is yucky. Uh, life is uh, disheartening. Life is um, falling apart. Uh, everywhere I go, I'm I'm just upset and mad and angry, bitter. If you're prone to 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 hurt inside, maybe forgiveness is a big deal for you. As I, as I stand here uh, on my walking path looking at the, the lake and, and the ducks uh, and the rain and the mists and the green trees, listen, God made it all. So God is good in so many ways. And along with this life that he gives us with, with all of the beauty, there is brokenness because we can't get along. It's amazing, because we offend each other. I'm saying, the Bible is saying, Jesus is saying, God is saying, if you will practice forgiveness every day, that will get rid of any negative emotions. So why, why fill up with bitterness? Why fill up why, why stuff your bucket with anger? I don't know if you have an, an anger issue or bitterness. Uh, recently, I was chatting with a group and sharing uh, one, of, one of the great joys we've had up here in Alaska is, is to just have my family up, uh, Sharon and Charmin and her family, uh, their kids and it just it just was beautiful to have them all up and 
we did all kinds of uh, Alaska type outdoor activities and from fishing uh, to uh, hiking to checking walking on glaciers uh, whitewater rafting uh, riding ATVs in the rain but as we're sitting and talking and we're thinking about some of the beautiful moments that we've had all the fun you know what everybody was repeating again and again what they were talking about our family was just the joy of being together just being together you know when when we get disconnected because somebody hurts us or wrongs us and and we we run away from each other or we get mad or the key for any family the key for any marriage or any friendship if you want to come together there's got to be forgiveness family was the repeat just being together is what the grandkids enjoyed what everybody echoed just being together you know how hard it is to be together with people with friends with neighbors with with family with Christians, you know, it's just sometimes just impossible to be together. So let me just remind you, I think God wants you to be in heaven. And the way he's taking you to heaven is he crucifies Jesus on the cross and, and he gives you mercy. He says, you deserve not heaven, you deserve hell. So I'm going to give you forgiveness. See, the wrath of God is a big deal. You deserve to be punished. I deserve it. I do the dumbest things. I do the criminal things. I do wrong things. You do wrong things. We sin. But if you want to be together in heaven, God has to have this abundant mercy. Forgiveness. So I'm encouraging you. I'm encouraging everyone. Practice forgiveness and get rid of those negative emotions. So some of you are saying, well, what is forgiveness? Forgiveness is letting go. Letting go. Forgiveness acknowledges there was a wrong. Forgiveness still puts up boundaries. There's nothing wrong with protecting yourself. But forgiveness says, I'm going to let God take care of that person that issue just as God says I forgive you now this does not forgiveness does not mean the person uh, doesn't have to deal with some consequence so forgiveness does not eliminate a consequence forgiveness does not allow someone to just to continue to um, do you wrong Forgiveness is more about you than the other person. Forgiveness is acknowledging that God wants me to be abundant in forgiveness. So forgiveness is saying, I forgive you. I won't hold that offense against you. Now, what's the benefit? The benefit is the negative emotion, the toxic stuff 
anger and wrath is released. You let it go. And you believe that God will deal with that crime or that insult or that wrongdoing or that betrayal or that rejection. See, somewhere in our journey with God, if you don't do it God's way, you will have major heartache. See, most of us are struggling on the inside with a broken heart because it just didn't go the way I wanted it to go. Life did not go this way or that way. And God is saying to us, look, it may not go the way you want it to go, but my plan is to take you to heaven. And friends, when you get to heaven, there are going to be people in heaven that God has forgiven that you have not. God says to me every day, Roger, practice forgiveness every day. Figure out the importance of forgiving people. I am uh, enjoying this uh, picture, and I'll let you see it real quick. Uh, of what I'm looking at as I'm on this uh, talk. And it's just pretty amazing when you look at the beauty around us. So the goodness of God includes forgiveness and mercy and grace. And just as God gives us all this beauty... He wants you to give an abundant amount of forgiveness away. So here's the question. Can you let it go? Can, can you let God deal with the sin or the crime? Remember, you can still practice healthy boundaries against someone who has been abusive. I'm, I'm not saying stay in the of emotional abuse or the verbal abuse, but can you forgive them and simply let God, let God work in that person's life so that your emotions of bitterness and anger are not just oozing out of you? Let me read this again. Psalm 86, 5. For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive. Are you ready? Do you practice the readiness of forgiveness? And abundant in mercy to all who call upon you. That's Psalm 86.5. And remember what Jesus said. Jesus said this to Peter comes up to Jesus and says, how many times shall my brother sin against me and I still forgive him? Up to seven times. And Jesus said, I do not say up to seven times, but up to 77 times. It is amazing, isn't it? That the goodness of God is to be practiced wherever we go. And that goodness has to be Forgiveness. When you think about the cross of Jesus Christ, the crucifixion, it was driven by forgiveness. Is your friendships, 
your family relationships? Are you ready to forgive? See, you think, I don't understand God. Okay, I don't understand why God would crucify his son. I don't understand why there's brokenness in the world. Most of us don't understand. I don't. But the Bible still says, look, you're going to have to practice forgiveness. Forgiveness is a big, big, I'm suggesting maybe forgiveness might be one of the top two or three values in the Bible. Forgive one another. It releases the negative emotions like bitterness. So how are you doing with bitterness? How are you doing with being hurt or insulted or pouting or do you have are you easily offended are you looking for to somehow I got you uh, I saw what you did I, I you you should not have said this you should not have done this or why did you do that can you back up every day and believe that forgiveness is a big big deal in the Bible I find it refreshing when I practice forgiveness. My guess is you do too. So when you start to feel bitter or wrath or anger, forgive. 70 times 7. God's abundant in his forgiveness towards you. Take a moment and just pause and consider your negative emotions. I wonder how much of your negative emotions are tied to a lack of forgiveness. Are you big on forgiveness? Are you big on mercy? Are you big on grace? God is big on mercy. He's big on forgiveness. You should be. As a matter of fact, I would propose that if you're not a big mercy giver, you're not going to be very patient. You're not going to get along with people. If you're not a big forgiver, you're going to have this bitterness and resentment. You're not going to be a happy camper. It's, it's a beautiful statement. Hebrews 12, 15. See to it that no one comes short of the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springs up, bringing you trouble, and become, you become defiled. You can become toxic. You know anybody that's just no fun to be around because they don't laugh very much? They, they're just always serious. They're just sour. You see, love, joy, peace, patience, and gentleness is what happens when you forgive. Now, I realize some of you want punishment. I realize that. I, I know that justice, for some of you, you're just, you're crying out because the wrong was so big. The crime was such, so, so horrible. I'm not saying, I'm not saying cancel the punishment. I'm saying give the punishment to God and let it go to God. I'm saying forgiveness is allowing God to execute justice, not you. What I'm saying is on the cross, 
God takes all of the crimes of humanity, every ugly crime you can imagine, and crucifies his son, and the son takes the punishment, and God says, do you believe in my son? And if you say yes, he says, I forgive you, and welcome into my family. The, the most abusive criminal you can think of can be forgiven. And God will put his arms around that person. So th think of your most disgusting sin. And God is ready. The Lord is good, ready to forgive, abundant in mercy to all who call upon God. That's Psalm 86, 5. So how about it? How's your capacity to be ready to forgive? Take the goodness of God. Take all of that, that forgiveness from God, that mercy, that grace, that sovereignty of God, that justice of God, all that goodness from God, and let God be God. Allow God, allow God to be the justifier. Allow God to be the judge. Let it go. Let God bring about justice. This is Walk and Talk uh, number 68. Uh, I'm in Anchorage, Alaska, and it's uh, raining. And so every now and then the, I use my umbrella to to deal with the rain to kind of protect the, the camera. Standing uh, at the point on a lake and just enjoying the beauty out here. It's 54 degrees, it's pretty chilly. I got several layers on. Uh, I do want to say, uh, I mean, you think about love and, and my family being up here and now they're back in Phoenix and headed to Tennessee. Just, it was just a great time for the last week to, to have the grandkids and the great-grandkids and uh, daughters and son-in-laws just to have everybody here and just be together be together family community love one another as i loved you it's pretty pretty special isn't it take your life take your days get rid of the negative emotions and practice forgiveness. Uh, if you're struggling with this, uh, send me a text, uh, send me a message. I'll give you a, a couple of uh, great books on forgiveness, uh, many Bible verses on forgiveness. Remember, forgiveness is letting go of a wrong, of, of an offense. You're letting it go to God, and you're saying, God, I'm going to trust you for justice. Now, that does not mean you don't practice safe boundaries. That does not mean you let a person continue to abuse you. What that means is you are not going to become bitter. You're not going to seek revenge. I want to encourage you. Uh, we have the privilege of of worship uh, every Sunday, uh, this coming Sunday at uh, 9.30.
uh, on campus and online at First Baptist Church Tempe and also at 11 o'clock uh, on campus and online and 11 o'clock in the worship center, 9.30 and 11 in the worship center and 11 o'clock upper room uh, upstairs and then 6 p.m. Uh, online as well as on campus. Uh, the goodness of God abounds when you think of forgiveness. I'm just encouraging you, be a big forgiver. Put a smile on your face. Listen to me. Nobody gets better justice than God. You think you can do it better than God, you've got a problem. Uh, trust God's amazing justice. Uh, remember, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. You don't want to be hateful and mean-spirited. Speak the truth in love. You never, you always practice that. Uh, but you don't get bitter. You don't get hateful. You don't, you don't become gossipy, slanderous, resentful. You take all those yucky, negative emotions and practice forgiveness. Have a good one. Uh, it's uh, beautiful in so many ways, and yet life is broken. Forgiveness is always necessary. Blessings on you. Take care.